Okay, let's be serious. Like real serious. Guys, it's Kylie. It's Lauren. And you are listening to Be You Sis. We are sisters. Hence the name. And we started this podcast during quarantine. We heard it was like the trendy thing to do. So we were like, let's jump on the bandwagon. (laughs) Each week we have authentic and relatable conversations to help you think deeper, be more self-accepting, and give you a different perspective. We want you to laugh with us, hail with us, and most importantly, we want you to do the work with us. So let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Hello, everyone. What is happening? It's Wednesday. Pump day, baby. Yeah. How we doing, huh? It's Kylie. It's Lauren. And I would say you're listening to Be You Sis, but I just did a spiel saying you're listening to Be You Sis. So now it's like, okay, so how do I start I it. know because you're so used to being like, and you're listening to Be You Sis. Yeah, but wait, like, you already heard it. <laughs> just so you know, just you're so listening you know. to Be You Sis, guys. In case, in case you, you missed forgot. that. So that's going to be the intro forever. Yeah, we're not changing it again. Ever so again. L- learn to like it if you don't. Learn to love it because we've changed our intro about 700 million times. So many. And people are going to be like, stop listening literally yeah. because they're so sick of hearing a different a different one a every different time one, every single time <laughs> guys if you are new to the podcast we welcome, welcome you however you found us we are so unbelievably grateful that you did hopefully mm-hmm. today we can make you laugh hopefully you can feel seen you can feel heard we want you to heal with us and most importantly already said this we want you to do the work with us mm-hmm. so now i'm just repeating myself at this point if you are an OG listener who keeps coming back for more, oh, baby, oh. you make my world go round. Wouldn't be here without you. Wouldn't be here without you. I would just be talking to Lauren, and Lauren hates when I talk so much. She's like, Kylie, just stop talking. Please, Please. stop. I've gotten better. Anyone who's listened from the beginning to you now. You have. They're like, thank God she realized. No, I'm just kidding. You have gotten a lot better. Like, she just loves hearing herself talk. I really do. I could yeah. do it for days. Yeah, for sure. If you are not following us on Instagram, where should they follow us, Lauren? Be you, sis. Podcast. I was, Duh. I was waiting for her to say the wrong one. Oh, yeah. Because it's so like, I wouldn't fuck that one up. You should follow us at Life's Great 2. <laughs> Guys, if you're craving a like-minded and vulnerable space to talk to other like-minded females, then you should definitely join our secret Facebook Mm. group at Zoom Gals. We meet virtually via Zoom. Haven't in a while because we've been doing a lot of other things. Yeah, we've been busy. Haven't made it a priority, Mm -hmm. but we will make it a priority soon. It's okay because a lot of people don't make it a priority for them either. (laughs) That's another thing. Like anyone who's listening who's in that group, I love you all for sure. Um, But yeah, I just, I was always making priorities and felt like I'm like was screaming at people, not just with that particular um, group, but just with so many different aspects of my life. And now I'm at a place where I'm only making priorities, um, for things that I'm, I'm receiving that love and energy back from. It is because it, when it's not, you're just emptying that cup. For and when nothing. you don't allow it to get filled up again, that's when burnout happens. Totally. And burnout leads to depression. Yes, it does. <laughs> so I did a gut cleanse. Oh my God, Kylie. I'm so proud of you. No, it was more like, oh my God, Kylie. You did a detox cleanse. I'm not following you because everyone's like always against. Oh yeah. Cleanses. Like, it wasn't like that. I didn't do it to lose weight. Yeah. Um, I just needed to kind of like clear get rid gut. of toxins, clear the gut just for like four days. Right. So for me, 
all of my stress, lack of sleep, whatever it may be, spicy foods, little wind. Um, someone tells me that, you know, I'm not their favorite person in the world. I break out. Yeah. It's just one of those things. Just so sensitive. It's just all in my face. And for the last few years, it's gotten so much worse. I don't know if it's because I'm more like connected with my mind and my body or Definitely. what it is probably. Um, but yeah, my, my skin, I look like I was attacked by a cat literally just two days yeah. of not a it's, good sleep. It's insane. And I used to hate it, but now again, it's all about switching the narrative and seeing things from a different perspective. I'm grateful that I'm so connected to my body that it can show me in those ways, even Mm -hmm. if it looks like someone scratched my face off and just put boils on it. Um, It's a reminder that I'm not taking care of myself um, in the way that I need to. Right. You know, I'm not taking care of my spirit, my mind, my body, and it comes alive in my skin. And it's just a reminder. Oh, yeah, Kylie, you know, you haven't really been making um those small things a priority the last couple of weeks so i'm just here to remind you to to start doing so no yeah totally i'm the same way too i feel like like it is it is a good thing though it is a reminder like this weekend though oh god my sleep schedule was fucked i got like a total of like four hours of sleep the last two days and like oh my god i don't know how people do that shit and just like like the night that i was up late i was having anxiety because i knew how shitty i would feel like the next few days right you know what i mean yeah oh it's awful yeah lauren literally we're having our podcast meeting today and lauren was just like i'll be right back and i look and she's just like sweating refusively and just bawling her eyes out in the bathroom that's been a thing she's like i'm dying she was like i can't i can't do this interview today i think my head's gonna legit explode while we do it (laughs) i thought it was gonna blow off of my body so lately i'm at that point you know where i've been on like this journey for like i don't know like about i'd say a, a little bit over a year now no, definitely less over than that. Less than that? Yeah. No, no a, year. a year. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm really going from someone who was, you know, how I was the way before to really being in tuned and like feeling my feelings and really, and like, I feel like I can finally say, I mean, I still have room to go, but I'm just like very connected with myself and how I'm feeling to the point where like I'm because of that like these just random like sob fests happen you know what I mean yeah and like Kylie was like it's normal like earlier I'm in the crying hyperventilating yeah, she's I couldn't like, there's breathe. something wrong with me yeah like I don't know I'm like welcome to the feeling at all group, I'm like baby. I don't want this I know I, <laughs> Should I go back to my old ways of not giving a fuck but it's like no when yeah. you put it like Kylie was like no it's healthy like me and Kylie had a conversation about something that had been has been going on with me like for like an hour and then we started talking about like our week and I just got like over overwhelmed and just started bawling my eyes out and went through it and was fine and then we were like good to go but like yeah it sounds fucked up and you look crazy but like no that's yeah, healthy Lauren was like that's not normal and I'm yeah. like that's actually like it is one normal and two it's healthy you're right feeling it you're having that breakdown you're going through something so it's expected right and and you're, you're releasing you, it. yeah you're releasing it and you're able to like move through it right. rather than sitting in that yeah throughout the entire day and it is true because you know i do feel better now yeah like, i would sure. feel like that for another two months if it was the old lauren <laughs> exactly <laughs> but yeah i said to her this yeah. morning she's like i just can't do it like i don't know what's wrong with me i'm like lauren 
This is what happens when you feel your feelings very deeply. Oh, Welcome gosh. to my every other month breakdowns. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like, what the fuck? Why? <laughs> no, it's good because no, it, is, it allows you to get to the other side. Right. But when you're going through it and you feel deeply oh, and you're boy. self-aware, um, yeah, it's hard. It's, it ain't easy, honey. But you know what? You'd rather go through it, move through it now than have it come up in a Absolutely. month, two years, and then have it fester and ruin the healthy relationships that Absolutely. you do have. I would choose it to be the way it was today exactly. over any other and way. It builds character you yeah. know what I mean <laughs> makes it a little tough <laughs> makes it a little tough so we're gonna keep today's intro short intro I know even intro though I feel like we already have been talking for so long I know okay uh, we just love to talk guys sorry um oh. so today's episode was oh, one of our favorites. favorites we knew it was going to be because yeah. we just like felt connect like yeah. looking at her Instagram page I was like oh this girl is legit she's yes. so cool I can totally relate to her so we interviewed Bella Bacard. So she was a division. She's from Massachusetts, yeah, she's actually, from the, but she lives in what, Florida yeah. now. She was a division one softball player at St. Joseph's University in Philadelphia. Her story oh my God. is very inspiring and heartbreaking. Yeah. But to see where she is now in the mindset um, that she's created and developed for herself over the last six years oh my. Um, is beyond beautiful yeah and we're very honored to have spoken to her and honored to have her share her story with you guys so in 2015 bella was a freak of nature athlete mm-hmm. um so she was sliding into second base she's she stealing playing, yeah she's playing fordham yeah and she was stealing and all of a sudden um her alley yeah fordham shortstop knee came out of nowhere yeah and collided collided right right into Bella's head so broke her neck yeah she suffered a spinal cord injury and was paralyzed on her right Right side side. she was told from a doctor that she wouldn't have feeling in her right side or be able to walk um for two or three years Mm -hmm. and playing sports was kind of like just totally out of the question yeah so the last six years she's been in recovery she's still in recovery training um is an everyday thing for her right um she doesn't have feeling in her right foot she can't really like what did she say she, she said can't bring yeah it up. it's yeah, yeah like her everything else has kind of come back but her yeah. her foot itself is like completely paralyzed still she can't really lift it stuff like that and then I think she said like her right hand still has kind of like spasm like doesn't right. really like fully work sometimes yeah like she was trying to show us like the number three but it wouldn't like fully work <laughs> but, yeah. so from that experience she built um a really beautiful platform on social media she mm-hmm. has over 30,000 followers um she's a huge advocate for community and of course for being vulnerable and sharing her story mm-hmm. um and hope to have it resonate um, with somebody else and in today's episode we talked about a lot of things but what it essentially came down to was you know discipline she kind of had that discipline mindset instilled in her from sports at a young age Um, but that emotional side of her hadn't developed um, until the injury right so she was like mentally tough she Mm -hmm. was like that girl who you know was so good at sports had it all together yeah it was like this bad b yeah so she thought of herself as mentally tough and and everything you know she was gonna get through it but then she struggled a little bit with kind of feeling and expressing those emotions right so we talk a lot about emotional health Mm -hmm. um we talk a lot about the healing journey of it 
it's more so the emotional mindset yeah. of the journey rather than the physical totally physical part of the journey right. and i think it's something that a lot of people can resonate with in their own way mm-hmm. um as always they can get a lot of insight mm-hmm. it will inspire you it will motivate you um and it'll also make you laugh she's super she down is. to earth and you guys will feel really connected to her just like we did right from the beginning so we are so excited mm-hmm. for you to listen to this episode but the only way to do that is for us to shut the fuck up (laughs) so we will do that and we really really hope you guys enjoy this one we need to do like a we need to come up with like a phrase so how do we end this okay bye yeah we will see ya later yeah like what (laughs) how do we end it guys enjoy this one bye 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 now I'm pumped to be here right when I read like I like rarely check my DMs and like I, I just stumbled upon you guys and right when I saw like sisters I was like oh my god yeah <laughs> like I mean I feel like that's yeah. always part of like the universe's plan like things like that like you said you never check your DMs right. and like you randomly checked it and then here we are and we're just like I love it Same. and like yeah you guys have literally caused so much laughter already so yeah yeah so we always ask all of our guests um, this question that we just think mm-hmm. is really beautiful and it allows our listeners to kind of get to know you a little bit. Um, so we would love to know, Bella, how do you stay true to yourself? Oh, I, I, I just, I take it to the root. Like I, I genuinely have to know, especially like now staying true to yourself when like everyone doesn't know what true is. I personally have to constantly reflect with the Bible. Like that is my like, like it just helps. Okay. Because it brings me to a reality that like I can feel convicted if I'm not living true to myself. Mm. And that's what I like about the Bible out of like anything I've tried. Like I've tried every, like, you know, studied every religion. Mm -hmm. And the one thing with the Bible that helps me stay true to myself is basically the fact that like it talks about how you cannot be true to yourself sometimes here's how to help (laughs) you know what I mean it's like the only so yeah I would say that like it it humbles me I guess and is that is that something you were raised on like religion bible or is that something that we were I grew up on like a like with some land and like chickens and like we were very much like we could be by the chicken coop and open the bible and just talk about it and that, yeah, so it was, it wasn't forced. There wasn't anything, but then when obviously I like got older, like I was like, all right, well, what's like this, like whole Muslim thing, like Hindu, like, and I did cause, cause that's what the Bible says to do. Go test it. Cause a faith that can't be tested can't be trusted. Yeah. So I guess that's what I've kind of done, but my parents just basically were like, yo, this helped us. Yeah. That's like, but they never forced it. And that was before your injury? Yeah, but I fell off the path hardcore, like, in college. Yeah, hardcore. That's why I think, like, it was all a part of God's plan, too. It's crazy. I love yeah. that. So it's kind of weird how the universe and God, whatever you believe in, works. Because yesterday was your sixth year yeah. anniversary. Yeah. Right? Since so- the injury. And I was like, I had no idea. And then I saw on your Instagram, I was like, dude, yeah, that's we were weird. Like, what? We're interviewing her the day after. after. Like, I that, did that on that. 
I that's why when you listed that date April 19th I was like hell yeah <laughs> yeah yes. oh, it's so crazy yeah now six years later what kind of comes to your mind your heart when you think about it because I would imagine oh that totally different than what it used oh, to be honestly yeah like it's so funny you asked that because that's what I was like reflecting on a lot yesterday. Basically, all I can think about, like exactly six years ago, you know, even today now, I would have been like, you know, first day, holy crap, oh my gosh. I just remember always being like, someday, like, this is gonna, like, it's gonna be okay someday. And I would literally think about five years from now, like, as I'm going through it, like, that's just, I don't know, I'd always do that. That's basically what I was thinking about yesterday was like, hey, all's good, like, you know, and to remember that through other hard times, which I do, oh, there's been a lot more crazy stuff that happened since I got hurt. And that same exact thing has helped me, but I only learned how to think like that because of my accident. Was there a specific moment where it kind of shifted in a sense, instead of when that day came around instead of feeling like oh that was the day that like my life was ruined or however people typically look at Mm -hmm. things like was there a moment in time where there was a shift and you could finally look at it as from Mm -hmm. like a place of gratitude rather than like a place of sadness wow that is an excellent question yeah 100 percent. and it was year three Three, the third year anniversary because i met the shortstop i broke my neck on yeah, I want to get into that. You sure. hadn't met her before? Well, I met her knee. <laughs> <laughs> I met her knee really good. <laughs> I met her knee real good. <laughs> oh, boy, howdy, did I? Oh, yeah. We got to know each other very well. Uh, <laughs> no, but the, like, actual girl, I, like, didn't, like, I obviously, like, if anyone ever told me she would be one of my best friends today, like I literally, we hang out every weekend. It's crazy. She moved down to Florida. It's wow. her boyfriend, like the love of her life met, they, they met through my Instagram. It's just crazy. The world. That is it wild. is. And basically that third, third anniversary, I, I never met her and we, got to the field because my ex-boyfriend at the time like drove me to Fordham and where I got hurt and I met Allie and and it was pouring raining and the field was tarped and that's all I've been thinking about since the minute I and I just started bawling and Allie was like I'm sorry and I was like no no I was like stop no I was like it's not that I was like, I'm just sad because I want to see the field and, and Allie in, in like, Allie just was like, and I didn't even know her. And Allie was like, but maybe like, we're not supposed to like, maybe God's like covering it up because he, and then I was like, well, yeah, he knows my crazy ass. And I'd be like, okay, so if I left there, the trajectory of my dive must've hit your knee. Like, I just think like that. And that's, I didn't realize. And that's why it broke me down is like, that right there, that thought, like, what could I have done? What should I have done? What could have done different? That thought was finally exposed. Yeah. That's so you way- that way? Like, before the injury, you, you were, like, an overanalyzer, like, what could have, should have happened, rather than, like, accepting? No, I was that way only towards the life I, I knew, which nothing I really had to could have, should have, would have, because everything was going great. But the way I, like, that same quality of mine before I got hurt, was why I was a freak athlete. 
because right. oh, okay. I used it for like, oh, hmm. I mean, I, my foot feels kind of springy when I jump from that. So if I just jump there, then jump on that building parkour, like I loved doing that stuff. Like, yeah. and it was, was very like, I like to think of like the engineering of how I can move through time and space, like just with my own self. And I, I want to, I know Lauren wants to talk more about the whole healing process of you and Allie's friendship. Mm -hmm. But before we get into that, how difficult, because you just kind of said how you had like that mental toughness as a competitor as an athlete, but yeah. then having the mental toughness like on an emotional level is two completely different things, right? So how are you kind of able to like, I think often we think being mentally tough is like, is whatever, like being an athlete and being yeah. able to like, you know, you get knocked down, you get right back up again. Right. Like I read mm, okay, yeah. after you got hurt, you were like, let's do it. Like, I'm not done yet. Even though you had, it was a pretty serious injury. Yeah, um, but then you, <laughs> but then you have the mental toughness emotionally to be able to deal with those emotions, to be able to process them, to be able to, to express them. Right. How was that journey? I love that. Like big, bad athlete right. but then you were someone who had a horrific yeah. happen to you and you needed to to maybe even be weak for a little bit in those moments you could heal so i that is such a beautiful question because that you literally just described like what i i did starting like year three to literally right now mm -hmm. and that is the way i did it was realizing that i am weak and everyone's weak because right. we're human beings yeah and I realized how obsessed I was with my physicality before I got hurt and that took away this other realm of mental toughness of emotions because I was always using the fall back down get back up run through the fence yeah. oh eat it like I just like yeah. crazy you're like raised with with yeah. sports right. like it just becomes your identity essentially totally. yeah. it just it's 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 autonomic it's natural it's it just, I mean, till this day, you see me playing volleyball on the beach. It is like, I look like a rag doll in the air, but it's just because like, oh, get it. Like, yeah. and so my point is, is the way I did it was realize I am weak. And then something, the Bible, of course, comes in clutch, came in clutch for me. Cause I was like, why do I feel like I want to cry all the time? Like, you're strong. Right. And I read this one thing and it was like, God basically being like, look, you guys like you're all weak, but I want you to know in your weakness is the only time I can be your strength. Right. And that was like mine. Like it just clicked for me at the time. Like, oh, my gosh. So that's why when I think about bigger things, you're the universe. God, that's why I feel at peace and I'm not sad about what I'm, you know, and, and I realize that's the strength because then right. the more you think about that stuff, the more you're get curious and then the more you got to live your life and recover you know it's not just right. wah wah you know uh, for sure no but I, I like that question that was a good one but I would say yeah I had to realize I was weak I think everyone does to be honest I wish I did before my accident right, right. well I think I don't know when I was like instilled or whether it's like a programming or whatever but and I'm grateful that it's different now. Like mental health and vulnerability is becoming sure. almost trendy in a sense. It's like mm -hmm. you're cool to like show your feelings. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. At a time where like you were like super dope if like you just like were cold hearted cold and didn't bitch, show yeah. your feelings, which. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know uh -huh. I mean? That's actually interesting. Yeah, you're right. 
but I'm glad that we're on the opposite of it now because you just, the only way to experience those like beautiful and joyful moments is like obviously to experience the grief and the sadness Mm -hmm. and and the loss and everything like that. And one thing that my mom said to me that always, you know, has always really stuck with me and I'm sure you can relate to to this is just because we have like those pity party moments and we feel weak in that moment doesn't Mm -hmm. mean that, you know, we're like not doing okay. Those pity party moments are crucial to our healing. Like as long as we can like get ourselves back and and look at the side, like imagine like throughout your whole thing where you were just like, everything's good. I'm I'm good. good. I'm tough. You would have, you would have literally exploded. Your brain would have like exploded. Dude, three years. I tried to do that for three three, years, three years. And that's why you're, dude, you're literally, you're spot on. That's what, that was the process is I tried to be the mean girl, tough Tammy tits, like, oh my God. And it just, I broke down when I saw that field covered, I broke down and I realized exactly that, like Bella, like, first of all, like stop and like, look at what you've accomplished and and look what happened. Like you've never even mourned. You've never even mourned the loss of your old self. Like, and that's when I, so want to know something cool about you saying that Allie, the shortstop, she's now getting her doctorates in like sports psychology. That's so sad. Because of that or did she want to do that before? No, before she was going to be an orthopedic surgeon. No wow. way. Wow. Isn't For it sure. so That's... crazy just how like the most rock bottom moments she just yeah. always have a way. Because she, re- yeah, because she realized, wait, why would I want to help fix the body when fixing the mind and the soul can heal? Yeah. It, yeah. That That is healing. I mean, you can, you can be, you know, your spinal cord can be, you know, really, you know, a complete spinal cord injury and you are, you do have to use a wheelchair for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And, without being able to fix the body mm-hmm. Allie's like it's the mind that lets you live you know right, mm-hmm. right. and it so. all is correlated too like it all they always always have to be kind of on like the same page mm-hmm. you know and it seems so like duh but, but it takes us a while to, to get to that point that. and unfortunately we need to go through like the darkest moments to get to that point and right. for you when you why did you go back to uh Fordham just because or because you felt like Cause I, I, something was building up. It was pent up. And I was like, I just was having a lot of nightmares, like a lot of bad, bad dreams of me. Like it was bad, dude. Like, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not like PTSD, but like, but like, (laughs) I definitely had, I definitely had something, something. And it was, I would always, and it got so bad and looking back at it, my boyfriend at the time, it was really sweet of him because he was just randomly like, hmm, my dad has these like, you know, has like a hotel in New York City for uh, April 17th to the 19th. And I, he was like, and I didn't know if you wanted to go. And I was like, interesting request. <laughs> I was like, yes, let's do it. Right. And then because I did mention to him, like, I feel like I want to meet this girl. Like, yeah, I feel I'll- like I, ha- I I was like, I feel like I have to meet her. Like, mm-hmm. and then little did we know when we finally met, like, we were both praying for each other, like every single day. And I think that's the reason why we met because like your feet will never go like, like, what is it? Your, your feet will never move anywhere your mind wasn't already going. You know what I mean? 
Right. It's impossible. Like your mind has to be going first and your feet will follow. Was that the three year? Was that like the first time you had ever thought about like wanting to meet Allie? Or like, was that yep. something you like almost didn't want to do? Like would have like- No, I did. I did not want to meet her. She actually yeah. sent me letters for like three, like so two you, and a half. You felt resentment towards her or you didn't think about it? I just thought, you know, have you ever tried to like feed like a baby? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, a few times. <laughs> and, do you know, and do you know when like, you're like, no, this is good. He, he, and they go like this, like, they're like, they're like, yeah, I want nothing to do with that. Cause they don't know what it is. They're scared. Yeah. They're you just scared. said it. That's yeah. what yeah. you were scared. And then the, the whole irony and how I think God works a, like in a definition in Hebrew of God is universe. I'm number three. Allie was number three. And it was the third year anniversary. Oh, I just got the chills. We love that shit. Yeah, too. Like, we're we are so, so into that. Into, like, but it's, because that's what that's what ties the the bow. That's what ties the bow on the gift that like of like realization, you know? Right, right. So you meet Allie. And you just like are overcome with, I can imagine the so much emotion that you had been probably. And I'm not a crier. I'm. <laughs> I can imagine for her too, like how huge, but like hard that and uncomfortable. Oh. So how did that go? So it was pouring. It was literally like a movie. It was pouring. And we're just, I'm just, we're hugging. Like I hugged her. I didn't, we didn't even know each other, but she looks yeah. just like my sisters. So it's funny. Um, <laughs> And she's just so tall, which made me feel better. She's she's a built, like, athletic, just, like, strong girl. Yeah. And I was, like, I remember thinking in my head, I'm, like, oh, thank God she looks like this. Because if I broke my neck on some twig, I would be pissed. Yeah. I would be so mad. But I was, like, all right, she's sturdy. Like, <laughs> I was, like, reasonable. <laughs> but then I said, and then she said, she just said, like, after I was, like, I wish I could see the field. Like, that's really upsetting. And then, like, I, like, but I did, like, the lip, the little kid lip quiver. I was, like, I want to see my mom. Like, I got, like, all, like, yeah, weird. Yeah. And then Allie, like, realized I was getting sad. And she, she just goes, hey, look, like, I know I've said it in all the cards I've sent and stuff. And she's, like, but I'm so sorry. And I just lost it because I was, like, I haven't been thinking about you, bitch. Yeah. I was like, and I'm sorry for that. Like, right. like you must be mentally screwed. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, and I, that was a whole. You never responded to her letters? I, I faced, I did like a, so she sent them for literally like, that's why I was. Basically, I Facebook messaged her and replied a couple of times to some of them. But then I finally realized that, like, one day I was at, like, adaptive rock climbing, me and, like, some friends from, you know, in the spinal cord injury community. And I just remember, you know, I was, like, standing there by my walker and my friend Meredith, she was sitting in her chair and she was like, I was like, Mare, I was like, she had a piano fall on her. Like, almost like, dude, I know I I know she has a good sense of humor about it. She, her hashtag is end piano violence, but a piano <laughs> fell on her and she broke her back and she's a, a walking paraplegic. She's doing great. And I said, Mare, who's piano? <laughs> and she said, my, one of my best friends. And I was like, Oh wow. So like, which has like, why have I never heard you talk about her? Like, and she ended up telling me, she's like, no, she stopped talking to me. Like everything got weird. And just, she just straight up left. I talked to Eric Legrand, this other football player. I said, who, ta who did you tackle? Who did you run into? 
this guy, uh, you know, he played for Army, blah, 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 blah. Do you hear from him? Eh. And then I'm like, okay, I have, this girl's different because she, like maybe God is telling yeah. me that like I need to meet her because why is she still? And then I didn't wow. realize God brought me there to give the poor girl some closure. You know what I mean? That right. I wasn't really giving. Yeah. And it just ended up being, I wanted it to be a selfish experience. And it ended up being yeah. the most selfless, like eye-opening, like what are you doing? Forget about softball, like grow up. Like like it's so much more yeah. and yeah. 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 Wow. That's, I think, is like, is really beautiful because so often when we go through things like, you know, moments of like heartbreak or whatever it may be, there's so much that goes into it. And so I, that's why we need to depend on the universe to hopefully mm -hmm. guide us. Which the numbers, which the numbers I feel like are the, the like, like, yes, yes, you're on the right path, you know? Yeah. yeah. So when you met her and you guys formed a relationship as best friends now, did you realize, holy shit, like, was there so much, like, did you feel lighter? Like, right. did you feel like you had let go of so much, like, resentment and anger that you probably didn't know that you were even, like, holding on exactly. to? Exactly. I had, I dude, I had no idea why in, in so much that it was attacking me in my dreams because I would refuse to talk, like, think about it all day. And it, yes, I felt lighter and I also felt a new sense of purpose, which is why I ended up, I wanted to kind of, you know, you know, social media and it's just so we're not in control of our own social media. And, right. and I was like, I want, I don't want the blue check. I don't, I just want to be. But you got the blue check, you right? Yeah, blue but check. I like want to get rid of it because if you have the blue check, then they can have like an extra hold on you, you know? Oh, I don't know how that works. Yeah, yes, works. it's basically, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's basically like the influencers, they're the ones that dictate the whole platform. So right, like yeah. they'll shadow ban your account if you're not talking about what they want you to talk about. Right, yeah. So, and it sucks. And I basically was like, Ali, I want to introduce you to my followers. And then I kind of want to like, just like ease out. And that's exactly what we did. And then we went on like a year of like speaking engagements and like, it was so cool. And then Corona hit. <laughs> now looking back, do you feel like it's like night and day? Like, do you feel like vulnerability comes natural to you? Or do you think it's still something that like, you kind of have that like tough girl still working through that? I, that's totally I definitely still have that. Definitely. I definitely still have that like tough Thing, but I mean, I've been that way since I was so little. Yeah. But one thing I have now is like, I like will cry all the time. Like, yeah. like if I literally helped a butterfly the other day, and I was literally like, <laughs> like because I just have because such I mean, like. There's like no one between because I was like that too. Like I mean, and I think it's an athlete thing too because I played sports my whole life and I very much so and like I didn't like anyone knowing how I was feeling like I was very yes and then once like I made the switch the same thing like Dylan's dog will walk in and I'll like ball my eyes out <laughs> and I'm like all right can yep. I have like, a happy medium maybe like <laughs> yeah. I don't know like, dude, like, yes so tough yeah. dude yes yeah yes dude and I also and I also feel like we're living in a time now where like even the planets, if you actually look like at like into the, it's like there's such a stronger gravitational pull on all of our fluids right now to where like 
that's why I think we're seeing such extremes now. Like it, like in, it can be multiple, like a variety of beautiful extremes, like crying just from seeing a dog or just crying on your friend's shoulder if they're sad, or it can be extremes of like, you know, the opposite, just, and that's where we're at right now. And and I think that's what I kind of like realized too with Allie was I was just so like focused on my recovery, my recovery, which it's, you, I have to be selfish sure, about that. You do. But what I was missing is God put this, God ran me into this girl. Right. <laughs> and she's been sending me, literally, she's been sending me cards. Why didn't I ever for once think like, like, how is she doing? Like, right. she broke, you literally like changed my entire life for forever. Like, <laughs> and then, yeah, so it was good. I just remember her saying like, how do you forgive me? Like, don't, yeah. And I was like, forgive you. I was like, it, it's fine. Like it had to happen. Like, and she's like, no, but why do you forgive me? Right. And I was like, because that's what you're supposed to do. Like, yeah. Like what good was that kind that? of, was that kind of your mindset throughout this whole process? Like there was no other way other than to get better and to feel better and right. to prove the doctor's and people wrong because I think so often people are like how'd you do it like how were you able to develop that mindset and I think it comes to a point where it's like either life or death you either do it or or you don't right and I think especially I realized uh, I got the idea from the bible and like what you just said literally the bible touches on is like you're not bound to anything any feeling anyone any place you're not bound to that we have free will so right, if you're, right. if a, something is happening, why are you going to bind to it? Cause it's trying to bind to you cause it's happened. So, so find some nail polish remover, find some like, you know, glue remover, like yeah. just go. And, and that's what, that changed my mindset right there was, yeah. I don't have to choose to be miserable in a miserable situation. Yeah. That's yeah. And I think especially since your mindset already, it was obviously ingrained right. and instilled in you. So like when you think back to to the beginning of it into even now, like what was the process of like were you a goal setter? Were you like, okay, in two months I want to do this. In one year I want to be able to do this. In five years I want to be able right. to do, the, do that. How was kind of that process for you? I I wasn't even a goal setter. I was the next unnecessary irrational level of I was an ex. Yeah. I held expectations and I would meet them, I, and I never not met one until I got hurt. That's why I think God had it happen because He had to humble me, and and I realized how yeah. how athletic my brain is. I was always like stupid, like I was always just like the wind practice, and like no, I'm like seriously, and like that's all I focused on was was ball. Like I don't know how to explain yeah. it, but I was a <laughs> I, what I've learned now with the, with what I know now, I use the, the, what wisdom that I have found, I use the, I hit that, that peak wisdom so early in athletics, reading people, team's energy, when I should bunt, when I should swing, when I should. And I never realized how stupid it was to use that just for a freaking game. I'm not going to lie to you guys. The one thing that I wish I knew as an athlete that it's a cause and effect here, I'm going to say. I never realized how I should have had more gratitude for when, when, I, when I was playing. You know what I mean? 
And, and I think mm-hmm. how I realized that I woke up every day for about like a year, maybe a little less thinking that this injury was going to be like, you know, when you like catch a cold or like have a stomach bug and it's like, I know I'm going to wake up like really soon and it's going to feel better. And then I'm going to feel fine. And I can eat my ice cream. That's how I kept thinking yeah. about it. And it was a very immature way to think about it. It was, it was a super naive, like, like dumb way to, because it kicked me in the end because I, you know, you wake up every day and can't move something. It's like, you could look at it in a different way. It's like a hopeful, like child, like way to look at it. Yeah. Which is, which, which is why I love that you said child, because something I've been learning, like that's been helping me a lot through the Bible is like, People are like, well, how do you believe in such a ridiculous thing? And it's like, you have to become like a child. Like you have to, you have to. And what I didn't realize is like when I was playing softball, I should have just like, I wish I had more gratitude in that aspect, but it, it has helped me in this recovery, realizing that if that makes sense, it's like inception of a thought. And then physically, yeah, because you're talking to the girl that would I would just like be like, all right, I'm gonna jug this, juggle this soccer ball for a mile around the track. Uh, I'll see you later. Like it was like, just for fun. Like it was weird, but it's weird. Yeah. A lot of my friends when I was in the hospital would say, out of all people, no, like no, because that's who I was. Like I'd be like, sorry guys, can't hang. I have to, I have to right. juggle these three balls on a flame for like no reason whatsoever. <laughs> that's so funny. these. And that makes me sad, obviously, because there's two things here. You're mourning your physical appearance, but then you're also mourning that little girl, older girl that just adores sports. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. We actually... It was like, grow up. It's it's within the snap of your fingers that you just need to mourn that old identity and now accept thing mm-hmm. and that's just like right. any sort of heartbreak devastating thing that happens even when you graduate college like it doesn't this was out like, of your control though right so it that yeah you're right like, yeah you're right it because it. it's like what the yeah. fuck why yeah. so what yeah. was the and i'm sure yeah. it's, a, it's a long story but what was kind of the journey like for you mourning that identity of yourself that was you for 19 years and now within a, the snap of the fingers, now you're realizing that that identity is gone and there's nothing that you can, I mean, there is something that you can do about it because you worked hard, but essentially there's not much right. you can do. You have no control. Yeah. I love that. Did you ever see that picture of the side by side of me with me playing? So that right there. I stalked your it was the most okay good 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 because no because those all those posts guys like and that's why i think my instagram blew I'm up the way be because, obsessed with you like obsessed with you like but it's because i was just pouring out my i was just pouring it out. out there for everyone to see and like you were so real about it you know what i mean yep and and that's and that's why i like think like that picture i meant ev- like everything i said in that and that was the beginning and then Little did I know I was going to meet Allie and in sh- that question right there, like the transition of like identity, like she helped so much with that because she would listen to my thoughts and about and how I was like, I never realized it. And it's ironic. Now she wants to be like a sports psychologist and, and 
it's because I like we both helped each other in a way like I helped her find a faith that like faith in God that she's literally a changed human being I'm like it's unreal and and she helped me in the way where I'm not like like who wants to get punched in the face like because I couldn't like because I couldn't play softball like I had to do physical things and she helped me because everything I would say she'd be like that's beautiful like keep going like and I'd be like I don't talk like what and and she just helped me realize that my identity she was the first friend or person I got to know since my injury who didn't know me as as Bella with the muscles and you know like she was just the girl who knew me as like I'm I want to help like I'm sorry like I don't know it was what are things that you've learned about yourself in the midst of kind of mourning that identity because that's what we essentially we do is we mourn that identity when it's gone and then kind of accepting um the reality of the situation because i think when we go through these really difficult times when we lose something we gain so much too but Mm -hmm. what are some things that you maybe didn't even realize that you enjoyed to do or like certain things about yourself that you didn't even realize that you were like that you know love that um I realized that I was like that how much more capable my brain was to figure out life and apply love to life like that that was probably because I was always juggling I was always wanting to do stuff that was only for one thing you guys know what I mean it's like towards like sports when you could be yes and that's all I was thinking about in in I guess like what I learned is that, and I learned all about astronomy, stars. I started, I learned all about the nervous system and the spinal cord. Guys, when I broke my neck, I had no idea. I'm like, I'm like, so why is this on fire and tingling and really delayed? Like, I wouldn't have known anything. So I learned all that, but then I, on my own, and here's where my little bit of little OCD comes in because I was like, I have to know everything if I know how it works. And then, yeah, it takes, so now I like, yeah, that's a whole other story. And I guess basically I just found my purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I thought my purpose was, was people literally, and this is going to sound cocky, but like something I realized in hindsight, that's very, very unique. And it like, like, oh my gosh, it like will make me cry sometimes because it's very humbling. It's parents, children, teammates crying in games if I made a play that was like and I guess it was extraordinary and like they would know like crying like literally like like I'm like in parents like just like what one thing that like when I reflect on that I realize how is that helping them? <laughs> right. yeah. That's actually That's a, so... a really interesting way to put it. Like it's so beautiful true. Because it is true. Like, oh, uh-huh. I just made a beautiful play that made you cry. You wish you could yeah, do like it. Sick. Like, But then think about, now, like, then after I got hurt and I'm talking to people just about my story, just to random right. people, just being me and they're right. crying. And I, the only time I ever see strangers cry was in sports. And I didn't realize how rare that was. I just, it was a common thing. I was going to get a crier or two. And like, (laughs) and I realized like, no, this is different. Like their, I touch, their heart is crying. Like they, they're with me on this. Whereas the other people were like worshiping. It was like, and that's something that, that 
I, I mean, talk about a like that could go, oh, oh, like it helped with my faith. It helped with how I view the universe and is, is that concept right there. I love that. I I think when we can find our purpose, especially through pain, Mm -hmm. um, I think that brings us the most joy, you know, because we can find a purpose through our pain and have it help other people did you know right away and this is kind of bizarre because obviously when you're in the fucking hospital you're not not thinking oh my god i'm gonna turn this into a purpose but like (laughs) how long did it take you for you to finally be like you know what like i don't have to this doesn't have to ruin my life this can be something that is you know bigger than even me you know this can turn into to my purpose into why i was put on this earth Basically, I realized it after when I got hurt and how many people were reaching out, which is in itself what I realized is, wow, so many people are reaching out. How many people have seen me play? Like, I was like, I'm talking messages like, oh, my gosh, we were at a tournament when we were 17 and my team was watching your team because we were playing second. And I'm like, class. I guess basically I realized is like, is like, like, oh, my gosh. And now I'm talking to them and now they just told seven friends about my story that helped three of them with a really bad trauma. Whereas you watch me make a nice play and you're just going to tell maybe your friend at home and cool. That's yeah, that, that right there, that, and that I, why I felt the way I felt was it all came. It was like, it's very just natural to be me and and help people. But Bella now start reaching out. You know, like that, that was it. It was like, oh my gosh. Like, yeah. Yeah, I love that. And you said earlier how like you wish you were more grateful, like when you were playing softball. And I feel like I I like that a lot. I just wish I I was more present and mindful in that moment. Is that something that you now like make a priority that you're doing, um, that you're appreciating those small mundane moments and that you're just practicing Mm -hmm. that gratitude every day, even on the days where you're just like, fuck this yeah and it's actually like it's actually weird what I do to to do that now and it's at one point there I feel like it's like once every week it's like if I'm just feeling happy and I'm in my environment I'm I'm at the the gym that I literally live at I just like want to smell like my trainer I just want to like touch I just want you know what I mean and I'm like and like, if she's wearing something different, I'm like, Mm-mm, nope, don't want to remember that. Like, yeah. it's just like, I, I guess, cause when you're in a wheelchair, all of a sudden it's like you, your other senses become right. your memory. And I was always used to my physicality mm-hmm. being yeah. memorable. I had to cut that. I had to yeah. forget about that. Wow. You know, I love that. This is going to be trippy. I think our souls is like, you know, the revolving mirrors on earrings at Claire's. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh my God. Throwback right? I think our soul is that. Okay. Like, in and I, thing. I think each panel, mm-hmm. that reflection in who's ever behind you in that scene for that moment, that is something people have to like confront in meditation. Yeah. And, and that mirror will puff away yeah. after you confront it. And then it goes to the next one. And then sometimes you really don't have much, except maybe a little, you have a guilt. <laughs> like, I don't know, but that's, wow, I love that's really that. fucking um, cool that you yeah. just said that because I'm actually in that season right now. Whereas in the beginning of like my self work journey, I felt like it was like a job to yeah. like meditate, to oh, okay. pull it, pull it, pull it out. But now 
I can meditate and then I'm good. And then something else will happen in a few days and I'll, I'll work through that. But then some days there isn't anything. Right. Maybe it's just, you know, I, I love really that. have to shit that day or something. <laughs> but then it's like, and then it's better and then it's whatever. But yeah, it's like, it's always yeah. changing and we can't get like super stuck in that moment right. because it's going to go to something else. And I like that. I think that's what And that's why I say people who don't meditate want to know what they are. They're on the homepage of the iPhone mirror of the soul because <laughs> they, if that's all they want to stay on. They don't want to go to any other app. They don't want to spin the mirror. They because they just looking at it and good, it's organized. This is my home screen. Good, this is organized. They're this is my home screen. screen eventually. Mm-hmm. And that's that is. God, oh boy, howdy! I can go into a space coma talking about this stuff. <laughs> a space coma. <laughs> literally, no, literally, like I can just. I. This is what I. This is stuff I never thought about. Right. You know. One last question that we want to ask you before we let you go. Yeah. This is something that we ask all of our guests. Sorry, Benny's snoring. If you can hear him. Oh, no, it's okay. We can't. <laughs> um, what would your advice be to someone who is sitting on that side that we just talked about? That victim mentality, pity party, um, negative perspective side, and really wants to come out on the other side of gratitude. Um, of love, of positivity, but they're struggling to make the change. I know this is a really <laughs> big energetic question <laughs> that is going to be hard for you to put into words, but if you could, to the best of your ability, what would your advice to that person be? I love you. Oh. I would, that's what I would say first. I would say, but why I would say that first is because I don't want to convince you to come over to this side. I want you to know that it's only natural to, to want to come over to this side. And what people lose is that you have purpose. You are, you, you are what I believe, and I just love it, is you were knitted in your mother's womb. I knew the shape of you in shapeless time. He grabbed our bodies from space and lovingly planted it into our mother's oven. Like that to me, people have to know that because once they realize like, well, I mean, okay. Like (laughs) they just leaped over to the other side for a second and then it's hard to turn back. I would just say with love. I would just say with love.